0: Welcome to Cloth Talk, Episode Four on the Road. Welcome to Cloth Talk, your connection to scouting's history through collectibles. I'm Tim Hall, and with me is Ben Killen. Ben, how are you doing this uh, this morning, actually, as we record?
1: I'm doing pretty good up here. Uh, it's, uh, it seems like always I'm talking about the weather here in New York, but uh, I don't know. It seems like it fluctuates a lot, and and it's been yesterday was quite warm actually, which is well it was, it was pretty uh... medium temperature action but uh... i don't know i like it one i'm ready for spring to get here and summer uh... being from the south i like warm weather and it seems like it's almost on its way here so uh... maybe next week i won't talk about the weather here but uh... at least for today i'm excited because it looked like it's starting to get, get a little bit warmer so that's good
0: that's good i'm already having to work in the yard and and uh... Just the various uh, springtime, summer, late, late, uh, late springtime, summer kind of activities down here. But I'll tell you, we had a great conclave uh, last weekend at uh, uh, Camp Rainy Mountain hosted by a wonderful lodge, Mowogo Lodge, and they did a spectacular job. They ordered up the beautiful weather. They had uh, a great program, uh, great training, uh, great patch trading. Just uh, everything was really good. It, it, it was almost a perfect weekend. I think it rained a little bit Saturday night, just enough to kind of uh, hit the tent and drum you to sleep. Uh, it was just a just a nice weekend uh, at uh, Rainy Mountain over in Northeast Georgia and uh, we kind of went on the road a little bit and went through the patch community just to see what people were collecting and and that's what we've got coming up uh, see what these uh, young folks are collecting and uh, it was uh, I tell you Ben you would have enjoyed it and we missed you a whole lot
1: yeah no I'm kind of jealous that you guys all got to get out there and have fun and trade patches and and chit chat and do Cracker Barrel and all that and I didn't get to go but uh I know that you've got some good recording uh recordings of people. And I'm really looking forward to hearing it and also I think I'm going to try to go to a conclave up here. I was looking online um a couple of weeks ago and there's a a uh a, a big apple um they call it a big apple bash I think and they're having it at West Point of the u s military academy Wow i so, know uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm going to try to go to that um I haven't contacted anybody yet so if there's anybody out there in the world listening, um, should get in touch with me because I definitely want to try and go there. I think it's coming up uh in June or something. I d I don't know. I need to check the webpage again.
0: But, and you can get in uh, touch maybe. with Ben by emailing yeah, can, Ben at clothtalk dot com.
1: Yeah, you can you can email me Ben at clothtalk dot com and i'll get that and uh you know if you're out there you have a connection in that uh in one of those lodges uh up here uh uh, in the new york area um i'd love to go i I need to uh get on the ball with that but um yeah maybe if this episode goes over well i can uh take and maybe do some recording at that too
0: well for our uh our section on the new collectors let's go ahead and and get that under a belt. Uh, what have you got for us uh, going today, Ben?
1: Well, one thing that I thought that we could talk about is, it, it may seem obvious, but maybe not. Like, if you're a new collector, uh, there's no need to, like, start out uh, totally ambitious and try to collect, like, uh, what I would call one of the hardest collections to get, which is like a, a in, in, in your, if you're collecting L.A., it's like a named number set of all the lodges all over the country. That's, to me, that's one of... One of the toughest collections that you could try to get because there's so many merged lodges there's so many numbers that that don't exist anymore because they've they've you know joined with other lodges or whatever that's a tough collection. What you should do is think of something sort of unique or interesting that you want to collect. maybe you want to collect patches just from your lodge um, only issues you know just from your from events that you've been at, or you could um only collect like event patches you don't have to do the um like the flap shapes and all that stuff or what you could do is um get more creative with it like say you want to only collect patches that have you know uh, race cars on them or or something like that anything that's unique that you like uh you could collect that i mean there are some people that collect patches that have uh, actually, there's a guy from our old, old lodge that collects anything that has a beaver on it. Um, and that's kind of cool, you know. So, uh, don't feel like you have to collect all of the tough stuff right away. It's more about having fun and, and meeting people and, uh, and just enjoying it. So, um, be creative in what you collect. And I think that, that, uh, I, I personally appreciate that when I meet someone who, like, who, who is interested in a patch I have for a reason other than I might have thought because it's pretty cool and you can talk about it and they can show you other patches that fit into that criteria. Um, so it's pretty cool. Don't be afraid to have a collection that no one else has ever started.
0: Yeah, that's true. And, you know, the uh, name number thing, whether it's CSPs or, or lodges or, or anything like that, can uh, that can be a long-range goal. That can be something you work on for the next 20 years.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, I think there's, most people who've set out to get that collection, I would say, you know, are, have been working on it for many years, and still there's probably, you know, if they're lucky, there's like four or five pieces that they, that they still need. (laughs) Last episode, we mentioned, it came up about uh, what was the first pat. I mean, the first, um, away flap that was ever uh, created. Oh, it was from that uh, Ianer Goodman clip that you had played. Right. And uh, Ianer himself didn't actually. He wasn't sure, but um, I had said maybe you know me, and as it turns out, that's probably uh, uh, that shows my ignorance a bit. But uh, we got an email from John Pinnell, the guy that actually is in charge of OAimages.com. Uh, I, I have to admit, I was kind of flattered that he's listening to our show, but but he um, he told us what he knows about it and I don't have that in front of me. Tim do you have that? Could you read uh
0: I, I do, I do, and he says uh, John Rotsy says I, I believe the first flap, specifically intended for wear on the pocket uniform, was issued by uh, Apichu thirty-three from Pennsylvania. Definitely not Unami one. He goes on and says other lodges like Blue Ox twenty-six had odd shaped patches, and if you remember, Blue Oxes has the uh, horns on it, so I can see where that would be an odd shaped patch that would almost be worn as a you know as a flap, but it would later be worn as a flap, uh, but it was not intended it as such so uh when the first uh when the first one was issued but if you if you're familiar with blue ox it's got the blue ox there and the long horns on the side so it kind of looks like a flap to begin with but uh uh john uh, john accredits lodge uh 33 and uh i wish i knew exactly how to pronounce that a japu (laughs) do you have any idea being from pennsylvania
1: yeah i don't I would probably say Ajapu, but uh, if there's someone out there, who, you know, if you want to, like, I'm I'm really excited that John emailed us about this. If, if we say anything else that sort of ruffles your feathers or anything like that, don't be afraid to uh, email us and let us know. We're, we're kind of all in this together, so uh, we want to learn from you, uh, just like hopefully you maybe learn a little bit from us, so um, yeah, I'm really excited that people are listening and... Uh, you know responding and, and all that thats am re- that really kind of makes me excited well we have to mention uh, the wiki uh, That that's our sort of community database of, of patch history as it relates to scouting um, definitely want to encourage you to check that out you just go to our homepage clocktalk.com or scouthistory.net and click on the left side there which will take you into the wiki and uh, it's still in the process of, of being constructed right now because the ones who are doing the constructing are you, the ones listening to me say this right now. And it's really cool to watch it sort of sprout out of the ground and and grow um, even in areas that I would never know to like include information. We We have a couple of lodges and a couple of people from different sections and councils already pitching in and and uploading stuff so even if you don't really feel like you know what you're doing go ahead and and go in there and make create a page and paste in text and other people will go in there and edit that and create links and stuff like that if you don't know how to do that so it's it's better to go ahead and and uh, just put something up there and everyone else can can sort of polish it and 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 create and, you know add to it and and, and make it better so um uh, check that out, definitely, and, and hopefully soon we'll have more activity and uh, even maybe some people that you can ask uh, if you need help on how to get it started. So, And you could probably always email chris at clothtalk.com. Uh, he's our behind-the-scenes guy. i got to give Chris a shout-out. Uh, he, he's been doing a lot on the wiki. If you have questions or, or running into trouble, email him, and uh, I think he would be willing to help you, especially if, uh, if you are wanting to um, add some to the wiki.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. I know that uh, the wiki itself has a little bit of a learning curve on how to get stuff in it. and But it's pretty much a standard piece of software, too. So once you get that under your belt, it's uh, it's pretty straightforward.
1: Yeah, it is. And one thing, actually, I, I guess I can go ahead and tell this that I'm going to try to do soon is... Is do like some little training videos, little short, you know, five minutes or so on how to kind of get started uh, and little tips on how to work with it because I know a little bit, but there's even, uh, there's even some things that I don't know. Maybe I get, I'll get Chris to help out on that too because he's really kind of the expert in our, in our team here. But, uh, I think that would be cool to have a page with the different videos on how to get started, how to do these different things just so it's maybe a little bit less intimidating for the first time visitor. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: Well, Ben, we, uh, while we were at Conclave this, uh, past week or so, we did, uh, get a chance to, uh, talk to some of our, uh, patch community there and see what they're trading and, and, uh, we learned a couple of things about being on the road. Uh, number one, I think when we go to NOAC, we're gonna stick a microphone with a bunch of people, uh, maybe even drag Chris onto the on-air side of things, so to speak, and, uh, get him to do a little bit. We also, um, I handed a mic to one of uh, my lodge members that does a podcast for uh, for the lodge and said, "Here, uh, you know, go talk to some of the youth because I think uh, I-, I think the youth are a little bit intimidated when they're having to talk to another adult." So I, I handed a mic to Mike uh, to Matt Sheets and said, "Here, go uh, go f- go see what these guys are collecting." So you'll hear uh, Matt Sheets a little bit uh, interviewing some of these guys, and I think he did a great job, and I, I certainly appreciate that. And uh, but uh, everybody was friendly. And very conversational, and uh, uh, I think uh, I think uh, we'll enjoy listening to uh, to what people are trading and what uh, uh, some of them even have a little bit of the history of their patch. Excellent,
1: that's cool. I'm really excited to uh, hear what
0: you guys got. Okay, well let's uh, let's take a listen to this. And this was at um, Camp Rainy Mountain. It was uh, hosted by Moogoo Lodge, and it was the S R Six S Conclave. Here we go.
2: So what's your name, and what are you looking for? What are you trading for?
3: Um, My name is D Coffee. I am from um, Lodge 318, Woggley. And as a personal interest, I collect Garfield, and I look for those. I'm also um, into the fantasy stuff, so that has an impact on what I like. It's a varied amount, but
2: based around those mostly. What are y'all trading over here? One for one. One for one,
4: just for anything? Any flamps.
2: Let's see, Mike. Think What do you what What are you collecting?
4: Well, actually, all I'm really collecting now is oh, actually,
2: actually,
4: uh, and in Okay. And flaps from the United States, and that's it. So you, you have a pretty wide target there. I like twenty one flaps finishing having everyone in the United States 21? from every lodge in the United States.
2: You got an email address people to send them to
4: you. I doubt it. Yeah they will. Uh Thigpen at two 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 five at charter dot net. Not sorry. Okay. And uh email uh Mike Thigpen
2: there and uh tell him what you do you, what are your lodges that you're needing? I'm not sure. Okay. Old ones. Old ones? Okay. So there you go folks. Uh, email Mike, and he'll let you know what his needs list is, uh, or is.
4: Oh, he's got a needs list here. What do we got? 125, 370, 376, 390, 403, 405, 411, 435, 448, 471, 474, 496, 504, 530, and 565, and a lodge that was really a new lodge several years ago, 181, and it is G-A-N-I-E-N-K-E-H. Thank you. Uh, I'm Tim Hall, and you are?
2: Steve Miller. And Steve, you're with what lodge? Juan Nasa from Middle Tennessee Council. Oh, cool, Middle Tennessee. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, what are you what are you trading here? I noticed that you have a leather here. This is kind of a unique patch.
5: Right out of Wichita Lodge, out of uh, uh, Texas. Just having fun. <laughs> First time down here, so just thought I'd bring a few and have some fun, meet some people, so trade a few pieces of cloth.
2: Uh, I notice I'm seeing a lot of '06 Noack uh, sets out.
5: Right, that's our two piece from up there.
2: Okay, and there's a the Pelissippi two piece. Yeah,
5: that's that's, that's from '03. Uh, right, that's their uh, 60th anniversary two-piece set, and then this is from notch Notchpicken 558 out of Memphis.
2: That's, that's a big patch. You'd have to uh, you'd have to have a large shirt to put that on, wouldn't you? That's a yeah, backpack.
5: Yeah, that's their jacket patch. That's they uh, celebrated 10 years, so they put the 10 bears that they've had on their patches on this one.
2: Jesse, what are you trading for, man?
5: Uh, anything I can get my hands on.
2: Okay, that's fair. Any, any particular thing you're looking for? I'm looking for a
5: 69-piece uh, conference, if I find one.
2: Look. Which
5: conference? Um, from 69. But I mean,
2: you mean NOAC conference? Uh, no, uh, uh, conference in Region 5. Okay, Region 5 conference. All right, thanks. Hey, guys, I'm Tim Hall. I'm from Cloth Talk. Y'all, do you all trade patches? Uh, yes, sir. And uh, what, do you, what do you look for? This is a podcast, and I'll give you a card in a minute. There you go.
6: What,
2: what are you looking for?
6: Away
7: flaps from around here.
2: OA flaps maybe from the section? Yes, yes, sir. Okay, and do you have a complete set, uh, section set?
7: Not yet. Uh,
2: what's your name? Tyler. Okay, Tyler, and what's your name? Chandler. Jan- I'm sorry? Chandler. Chandler. Okay, Chandler, cool, cool. And uh, what are you looking for, Chandler?
7: Um, nothing right now, because I don't have any patches, but I'm um, planning to get some tomorrow.
2: All right. Well, it's never too late to start, but uh, good meeting y'all, and go to that URL there, and uh, you can listen to this in a couple of weeks.
3: Okay. Thank you.
2: Thanks. Well, what lodge are y'all from?
3: Etchikonni. Etchikonni. Yes, sir.
2: All right. Thanks, guys. And we're talking to Travis Tarbox, and Travis is uh, administrative uh, vice chief and uh, here at, for the Conclave. And uh, you've got a patch here that's really pretty special. It it it's one of the harder patches to get, but this is a new version, right?
3: Uh, yes, sir. We've here we've got the He uh, Chapter uh, Crew 2310 patch. Um, it's very special to us. We just made it as our uh, fundraiser patch for our ceremony team. Oh,
2: cool. And what do you have to do to get this?
3: Well, actually, we're just selling it right now just to make a profit
2: so we can buy some more regalia. Oh, and they're twenty dollars each? Uh, no, they'd be five dollars a piece. And don't you owe me some money? Oh, no, that would be your other brother that looks exactly like you, right? Yeah, probably. It's not me. And uh, here he is. uh, uh, What is that written on your sash there? That would be Chief. Chief what? Chief of Coosa Lodge. Oh, okay. I thought... Excuse me, number one. Number one? Okay. And uh, what are you doing here this weekend?
6: Well, I'm leading the troops here at Conclave.
2: Okay, we're uh, coming to you. We're standing at the sr 6s uh, conclave, and uh, here's uh, one of our past uh, section chiefs and another current section officer, Matt Holland, and uh, J.T. Thomas, is that right? Okay, and uh, I know John is, uh, is a big patch hound. So j- what, what do you collect, J.T.?
4: I currently collect uh, all Taladanganu 293 um, lodge patches out of Chattanooga, um, as well as all of their... Council activity patches, camp patches, and all CUSA 50 patches. But I uh,
2: appreciate it. Appreciate you talking. And uh, uh, James is going to, uh, Travis is going to give you one of these, JT.
4: <laughs> <laughs> for
2: a $5 bill, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this
4: is the second unofficial Nunahi chapter. No, no, ready? no. This is official. This this was was okay. Montana. This is okay.
7: Uh, my name is Dustin Counts. I'm the region chief for the Southern Region. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, and a member of Catawba Lodge.
2: Cool. So, Dustin, you, you get up in, in, in a lot of these patches and you see a lot of, lot of uh, scout history go flying by through these patches. Uh, you know, every patch has a story, whether it's that uh, universal patch there on your uniform or that eagle patch. You know, you had to do something to earn that patch, and that's what Cloth Talk is all about. We want to hear the history of, of the patch that you've got on or the patch that you're traded or the patch that you're interested in, and, and that's what, what we're interested in. So, what's it like to be a national officer? I mean, you're a national officer. That's pretty cool.
7: Uh, it is really cool. I've enjoyed it so far. Uh, I've got to do a lot of travel, and everywhere I go I get to meet new people and, and see how different sections and different uh, lodges do things. So I'm really enjoying it and just trying to take advantage of this opportunity.
2: Well, that's great. I'm an old region, uh, section chief myself at, at SE4A back in the dim ages in the 70s. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And uh, congratulations. I'm looking forward to NOAC. I know you guys are working like dogs getting it together.
7: Oh, uh, We are. I appreciate it.
2: Well, uh, this is Tim Hall with Cloth Talk, and we're uh, live at SR6S uh, Conclave, and uh, we've got the guy that designed a Cusa activity patch. And uh, Charles Bacchus, tell us about your patch.
7: Well, first of all, uh, it's in the shape of an arrowhead, real basic, good for a Native American seminar patch. Uh, that was taken from a lot of different patches that I've seen for similar events. Uh, used a light blue background and everything. Uh,
2: because it gives a really good backdrop so that all the other colors show up really well. And uh, that's actually uh, one of your Lodge brothers on the patch, Uh, what's his name? Exactly,
7: that's my friend Will Hayes, he's been a dancer for a very long time and he's been on NOAC staff and Jambo staff and he's a really good dancer. I thought he really needed to be featured on this.
2: Alright, and Will uh, and yourself both will go to NOAC, is that right? You'll be at NOAC uh, in uh, about 90 days? Yeah, about that. It's coming up really
7: quick, and we're all getting ready and working hard to get prepared for it. It's a big competition, a lot of dancers. In our style of traditional dance, there's going to be probably over 100 dancers competing that weekend, or that week. Oh, shot
2: call. Oh, man, what a patch. What a patch. This is NOAC what, 2004? Wow. This has some bikinis on it, some cool cars, and it definitely is Miami, I can tell. <laughs> now, this is Cracker Barrel, so you'll have to excuse me from eating. But uh, one of our patrons is here, Larry Mitchell. Larry, what do you normally collect? I know you're, you, you collect a whole lot of things.
4: I, since I came up through Kaskanampu Lodge, I collect Kaskanampu, of course. And have everything but F1A, just like everybody else.
2: Okay, so F one A Kaskanapu is what you're looking for.
4: Yes, I'm within seventy five of having a name, complete name number collection.
2: Cool, cool. Well, that's a good. That's a. You, you don't think it will ever be finished? Yeah, it might be. You'd be surprised. And uh, what are, you've got all the big, uh, big patches out here, uh, Mr. Will Hayes. He was on the, that patch um, that uh, Charles was talking about there a minute ago. So, Will, what what do you trade for?
6: Uh, usually I like to collect the uh, principles of the ceremony, uh, Kitchkinet, Nudikit, Alawat, and um, Mateu, and also like uh, dancer patches. You can see I've got one with a traditional dancer on it here, and it's pretty cool looking. And uh, anything with women on it. Cool. So
2: that, that's, uh, that makes a unique collection, so anything with women or the uh, four principles, okay. That's a very focused collection there, Will. Proud of you there, buddy. <laughs> and anything with your picture on it, right? Yeah, anything with my picture. Spoken it- like a true scout. <laughs> yeah, it's spoken like a true scout. Well, all right. Thanks, guys. So, Chris Whitehead, you're, it looks like you collect a lot of achi 135. And what, what are your real interests in patch collecting?
4: Uh, primarily Kouselodge Kusel, patches now.
2: Kouselodge patches. And do you have a complete set? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, you do. Do you have any duplicates that we can talk about? I'm uh, namely looking for um, uh, the 2001 uh, event pass. Oh, really? So is everybody else. <laughs> 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 hey, what was the hardest patch? How long have you been trading patches? Uh, probably since, uh,
4: yeah, 2000,
2: 2001. And what's the most uh, dear to your heart? patch that you've traded or had to you know what's the biggest deal to you to, uh, that you really wanted that you traded something that you you know that, that hurt
4: probably the 2001 event pass that i had to buy because i didn't purchase it at the fall fellowship that year
2: okay so you don't have one for for uh, for trade
4: uh no sir that and
2: under lock and key at the house okay well appreciate it thank you chris thank
5: you
3: Hey guys, uh, I'm Matt Sheets. I'm here with Cloth Talk, an internet radio show on patch trading, or uh, collecting patches mainly. We're, we're more of a show where you listen to us and we'll teach you about the uh, history behind a patch. Like, uh, why, do you, why does your lodge flap have uh, that bird on it, or something like that, the history behind the patch. So, uh, uh, y'all want to first give me your names and what lodge are you from? Uh, Colby Maddox, Wuggley 318. And Scott Lowe, Wuggley 318, acting chief. Okay. All right. Uh, Well, you want to tell me anything about your lodge flap or anything about your patches that y'all have that is is history that you want to see kept? These are the ones that we're wearing right now, or have been around for a while, but now we have new ones that have been ordered, and we get them sometime. Yeah, we've had very similar designs for the borders for the Ordeal, Brotherhood, and Vigil ever since their inception in the 60s. The theme continues in our new patches that we have that are coming out this weekend that you'll probably see some of our guys wearing around camp. All right. Uh, Any other patches uh, in general that your lodges put out or... that you that you just said. What what would be if you patch 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 collectors? What's the most near and dear to your heart patch that you have and uh, why? That I wish I had. That, that, that you have or wish you had. What was the, that You yeah. give the most for. There's one jacket patch in the Woggly Lodge from the 60s that retails for about two thousand dollars, and our Scoutmaster has one. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And he used to have two of them. He sold one. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess my ordeal patch because I worked yeah. so hard for it. Yeah. I Man, that's my surprise. It, so, it'll um, never go. It'll never go. Yeah. Well, uh, but my wheel's pretty cool too. I'm one of yeah. the only ones that has the full medicine wheel. All right, y'all got to make sure y'all grab this uh, podcast. Uh, you can do it through iTunes or many other things view it online. I, I have yeah, a you go to clothtalk.com uh, or skyhistory.net, and it'll, it'll you take guys, you to it. I remember you guys' podcast you did at SLG. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. Uh, All right, thank you guys.
5: Sweet, thanks, man. Thanks. Well, most of these are commemorative. Never, they were made for special events. They're usually national OA conferences or conclaves or lodge anniversaries, and uh, they'll, they'll usually incorporate the the totem from their lodge or something that's geographically from their area. Uh, if they had an air force base, in some case they might put some cr- aircraft on it, you know, or if they have a particular Indian tribe they want to feature for their ceremonial, they'll, they'll do that sort of thing.
3: Uh, well, why do you or what do you collect mainly? Mainly is it uh CSP splats, event patches, or just whatever's whatever you're at at the time.
5: Yeah. I like anniversary flaps. They're usually colorful and they're dated. Sometimes they're limited, but often they're easier to trade for. All right. What well, would be, uh,
3: if you had to pick one patch that was the most dear and dear to your heart, that you, you, just had to, you had to give up more than you would have
5: wanted to for a patch. What, which one would it be, you think? Um, I'm missing one item to, to complete my collection. It's a 1956 powwow patch from my local lodge, and I would probably bid quite a bit for that. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a 1956 powwow patch from Aguatawa D. Lodge. It's a little round circle. And I uh, saw one on eBay last year, and that's, and, that, and that's the only second one I've seen.
3: Well, sounds like a rare one. Good luck with that, and uh, thanks for being on the show.
5: <laughs> well, thank you. Good luck to you.
3: Start off, what, what's your name and what lodge are you from? i um, Derek Brown. I'm from Etchcani Lodge 358. All right. What kind of patches do you collect uh, for your personal collection? Uh, I collect my lodge flaps, and basically, if I go on a trip, I'll collect a patch for where I've been, and... I'll just trade them along the way, and this is basically what I've come out to so far. What's what's the motivation behind you collecting patches? What what got you started, and what, what keeps you going? Uh, just my friends in the lodge. They got me started, and they're basically helping me along the way. Well, if if you had one patch that was the most dear and dear to your heart, the, the patch that you maybe had to give the most for, or, or just means the most to you even if you just got it for free for showing up at an event, what, what would that one patch be to you? Uh, that would be my Midnight Sun Council patch from Alaska. Uh, I went on a high adventure trek in Alaska down the Golconda River, and that was just the nicest one I could find, and means the most to me. Would you like
6: to introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about what you collect and why you collect it? Okay, I try to collect lodge slabs mostly from the surrounding areas to build up a collection of you know lodges in our section like Kusa, Etchikani, you know. They really tell the history of certain lodges, like you have the 50th anniversary and others, and others can, commun- or the 75th anniversary of the Order of the Arrow. You can really tell a history through patches, like this one from woggly their 2001 Jamboree Flaps, has a train on it, and it commemorates the movie The Great Locomotive Tra- Chase that was filmed there. It's just really good leg patch so uh, you're, you're collecting them for the history is uh,
3: there any one patch that you're looking for or any uh, certain thing that you're you're striving for right now
6: um, mainly patches that look really good like, and are limited to a small number of them because they'll be harder to find in coming years especially two piece patches what would be your uh, most prized patch
3: not necessarily the most valuable but, but the one that means the most to you just for sentimental value
6: or uh, your memories y- yourself. It had to be this patch I got from the High Adventure Base and Northern Light Northern Lights High Adventure Base in Alaska. It's kind of like a Philmont on trek. I got it for spending about 12 days up in up in the northern part. Wow. Circle. That sounds like a lot of fun.
3: Uh, it's a. So you, do you just enjoy patch collecting in general, or uh, is it is it a hobby or a, more of a a pastime?
6: Is it something you're really passionate about or is it just uh, something you do for the fun of it? Both. I mean, it can be really fun and it gives you something to do at the same time.
3: meet a lot of interesting people through, through patch
6: collecting. Yeah, you really do.
3: And what was your name? Carr Jones. All right, thanks a lot. <laughs>
1: Wow, that was really cool. I'm so glad. I mean, I almost, I almost feel like I got to go to the conclave because, uh you know, you're there and you can hear all the the, the chitter chatter behind you. It it almost feels like you're there trading patches. I mean, uh, maybe maybe it's just me because I, I'm I'm a little bummed out because I didn't get to go. But but uh, I, that's really awesome. I, I look forward to being able to do that at the. At the uh, Big Apple Bash, if I get a chance to go to that. I think that's, that's really cool. I, there were a lot of good, like, um, little sound bites and tidbits in there.
0: That was good. Oh, yeah. We had uh, had quite a few folks visiting from uh, out of section, so that was cool. It was neat to meet the region chief and, and uh, always uh, neat to listen to what people are collecting. Uh, that uh, that large flap-shaped back patch that had the tin bears on it, that was cool. And uh, there, you can uh, you can find a lot of these images on some of the things that perhaps were just mentioned for a moment at uh, oaimages.com, and uh, uh, just to search for that particular uh, lodge, and I'm sure you'll see it. But uh, it's interesting, the things that people were kind of winding up to collect uh, were, of course, their personal favorites, but. Two pieces and uh, NOAAC two pieces, especially there are quite a few of the NOAC, uh lodge issues that are already out for two thousand six, so I thought that was pretty slick. Uh, a lot of the guys are already out yeah, there
1: that is interesting because I didn't know that a lot of, how many you know lodges go ahead and have their their NOAC issue out and tradable before the conference. I think in in the past in our lodge. They won't even give them to us until until we get to you know the place our, our uh, dorm room or whatever at Noack. I think it, probably sometimes that's because it comes down to the wire as far as actually get, getting them made. <laughs> uh, but but that's cool. That's interesting that there's already it's sort. Of, I think that's probably not a bad thing though because it builds a buzz around NOAC, and and those kids that see the patch that don't know what a NOAC is they can. You know, Tell th- about NOAC and encourage them to go when there's probably still a chance that they could go. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I thought, too. It is a good chance for uh, them to get uh, some conversation pieces out there and for people that don't know what NOAC is, kind of explain it to them. But uh, also for those of you that will be uh, polishing up your patch trading skills before NOAC, a lot of these issues are already featured at www.oaimages.com, which is kind of the reference point. And you can uh, go out there there and and take a look at at what's there so you you're not you know taken by surprise when you see these things uh at at NOAC so I thought that was great
1: yeah and uh, just just one thing about oa com. that is an incredible resource for OA patches definitely I want to thank John Pinnell for all the hard work he's put in many years of work and it's really sort of like you know the as far as as o a collecting goes, it's like the website that everybody just understands is like the gold standard. and uh, we're not actually affiliated with with oA images, but it's such an incredible resource to not mention and to not encourage to go there would be practically impossible. So definitely want to thank John Pennell for all his hard work and and excellent uh, uh, site that he's built there.
0: Yeah, it's a real benchmark.
1: yeah. So, also back back to the interviews. I thought it was funny, Will. How he he's like he was really serious, and he's like I collect you know patches with with uh, the 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 uh, principles from the ceremonies. Oh, and anything with women on it.
0: <laughs> That's a focused collection right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, do they do they still have the... Uh, I know they used to have, like, Miss Teen America and Miss America or something at the NOAAx. Do they still do that? I don't think I've seen that in, in the in, uh, most recent years.
0: I uh, just, you know, I, I do not uh, know. I don't know what their schedule or uh, guests are like, but uh, certainly, uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they uh, if they uh, have that. It certainly wouldn't surprise me.
1: Yeah, I know they've done that in years past, so, you know, it's it, as if you needed another reason to go to NOAC. Maybe you get a chance to meet Miss Teen America or something and get a patch from her. I know that's always been a big attraction when she has been there, but... Um but yeah, that's funny. I'm sure Will
0: has a lot of her, well, a lot of those catches. Well, this kind of uh, brings to a conclusion another talk, uh, uh, cloth talk, talk cloth talk. And I tell you, I'm not as young as I used to be, Ben. It took me a few days to recover <laughs> from Conclave. I mean, uh, the the uh, facility was beautiful, a little bit hilly, but not really bad at all. Um, it's just uh, being up and and uh, being up that late at night and trying to keep up with all those young folks uh, makes uh, this uh, old folk really tired so <laughs> it was a oh Thing, you. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, as always, we'd like to thank uh, uh, Daniel Hodge for his uh, contributions on the great uh, jazzy music here for Cloth Talk, and always appreciate uh, his uh, contributions and his creativity. Uh, Daniel, I think uh, last time I spoke with him, he's working on um, his final exams for his, uh, part of his doctorate degree and a little bit of well-deserved vacation. So, Daniel out in Colorado, I appreciate your, your efforts, as always.
1: Well, we want to thank everybody for joining us for this episode this is episode four we're, we're trucking right along here um if you have any questions feel free to email uh, you can email me ben at cloth com or or clothtalk talk at cloth com. that will reach us also uh or if you want to be uh, you know you want to be uh give us your story and share your your patch story send us an image we'd love to talk about anything like that um uh, if you have your, your note patch already out and you want to send it to us uh, go ahead and do that also you know as we said jump up and check out the wiki uh, scouthistory.net or clothtalk.com and um, just keep listening and tell other people uh, we're starting to get a larger listener base and the only way the best way for us that to increase is for you to tell your friends and who you trade with so uh, don't be afraid to do that include a link to us in your ebay auctions um so, just help us spread the word. I think we're having a pretty good time here. If you agree, uh, tell someone else about it. So, I just want to thank everybody for listening.
0: Yeah, thank you very much. And this is uh, for Tim uh, or for for Ben Killen and Tim Hall. Thank you very much. This is Clock Talk, documenting the history of scouting through collectibles.